Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They shall not grow old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. But the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. we forget. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day. Welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. I'm Joel. And joining us on a, a crema, I was going to say celebration. Anyway, we've got Nikki from New Zealand joining us for oh. this Anzac special. Hi, Nikki. Hello. Hey. Yes, uh, as we were talking before the show, Joel said about a celebration, and uh, it's, uh, I can't even say the word now, I said it fine before. Commemoration. Commemoration, more than a celebration, yes. For those out there who don't know, it's been 100 years since uh, uh, Anzac, the word Anzac, well, the term Anzac was, it, it began 100 years ago, uh, yesterday for us in the future, on the 25th of April, um, Australian and New Zealand troops uh, stormed a beach in Gallipoli, and um, and it was a brutal battle. Uh, <laughs> what... From what I know of the story, without looking at Wikipedia, what happened was uh, the British uh, royalty, the, they decided to get a bunch of us uh, down under people and send them 
to a um, storm, a beach. Unfortunately, they sent us to the wrong beach. Uh, the beach we were supposed to land on was like open, sandy beach. We ended up uh, coming, uh, storming a beach that was full of uh, like just pebbles, short beach. And uh, as soon as we got there, we were under a huge attack. So, yeah, uh, I could go reading all Wikipedia, but yeah, when it. F we were first called the Australian Imperial Force, and the New Zealanders was the exp Expeditionary Force. So, but that's where the Anzac uh, legend started. Uh, when uh, two countries that like giving shit to each other actually become really good mates on the battlefield. So, that's why I thought we'd get Nikki on. You see what her her thoughts are about Anzac and. Um, just wondering if she's... Uh, did you have anyone fight in any wars at all, Nikki? Any relatives? Uh, yeah. Um, my granddad uh, was in the army, but he didn't get to um, be deployed overseas because he had problems with his foot. But my great-uncle and my great-grandfather um, were both over... I don't know if they were actually at Gallipoli themselves, but they were definitely with the, um, the Wellington Regiment, which is yep. the, New uh, the New Zealand... Force that was part of that Anzac group. Yep. So that, um, that would have been World War One. Yeah, World War One. Yep. Mhm. So. Yep. I I don't know of any of my relatives from World War One. My grandfather, my dad's dad, fought in World War Two. He was part of the Rats at Tobruk. And the only other uh, relative I know of that fought was in the Vietnam War. My uncle. So. But anyway, yesterday was a day. Just com commemorate. Um, they had a big service here in Sydney at the the War Memorial. They had the biggest uh, dawn service crowd, um, and they had a huge service over um, at Anzac Cove in Gallipoli. So it, yeah, it was pretty big here yesterday as well. Yeah, like, every dawn service, like even little towns like mine that don't usually have a a very big dawn service because everyone goes into Wellington. Um, yeah, everyone, every small town had their own dawn service and people went out in flocks. Yeah, that's the same here. We, I didn't go to one. I went to one two years ago, but they have one at Parramatta. Um, they have them all around the country. They had a big one down in Canberra at the, the War Memorial down in Canberra. But the biggest one, which was on, I think, every channel here you could watch, was the dawn service over in Gallipoli. Oh, yeah. Well, so, makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... Um, it's uh, every year you get a lot of people going over there, but this year because it was the hundred year um, anniversary of it, uh, everyone wanted to go to the point where you had to enter into a ballot to get tickets to go. So, wow, yeah, so it wasn't like you could just go if you wanted to go. You had to, you know, put your name down and see if you got lucky. Um, what I do want to <laughs> say is, um, we were fighting the Turks, the Turkish people. They it wasn't called Turkey at the time. It was... Uh, see, we should research more, but... Either way, um, they were dragged into the war by Germany. They, did, they were reluctant, really, but... And they were Ottoman soldiers. Yes, that's what they were. Thank you, Nikki. Um, and uh, it, uh, to this day now, they we're like friends. They don't have any hard feelings against us. I mean, they lost. I think they lost more troops than we did. And um, they are like they—they're so like I don't know what the word forgiving is the right word, but 
after the war, they realised, you know, it was a pointless, fruitless war. You know, they held no grudges towards us. Um, out of this war, um, I think that's where modern Turkey was built out of. Um, the guy that went on to form Turkey, um, he was more uh, a believer in, like, the Western society. So he tried to point Turkey in that way. Unfortunately, today, as we speak right now, they're trying to change that back to a Muslim-style country. But, yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, yesterday at Gallipoli, it was Turkish uh, soldiers protecting all the Australian and New Zealand people that were over there for the uh, the dawn service. So, yeah. I mean, some of the battles I've heard about, they were fighting on... Um, land that was no bigger than say like a football field or a tennis court and one end was the Turks the others was the Anzacs and I forget the name of the battle but there was one where it was the size of a tennis court where uh, just rows and rows of troops got sent in waves first wave got up they got mowed down then the order come second wave got mowed down third wave and all these soldiers Instead of going, oh, fuck this, I'm not going to do it, they actually just got up because that was part of being, you know, in the mateship and the, you know, I'll stand side by side with my, 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 you know, my mate. Got to the point where the Turks were just yelling out, stop, stop, we don't want to do this, you know. So, it was a complete disaster. And all because of bloody England getting their freaking, <laughs> getting it wrong where they wanted it, which beach to land on, so... Uh, sorry, I'm getting lost up in it. Yeah, you know? I I do get a bit uh, sad. You know, it, every Anzac Day it, it just hits you. And uh, but if it wasn't for these people, we wouldn't have the freedoms we have today. I know you probably can say the same, Joel, about what your American troops go out there and do. I don't know if you believe in a lot of wars or anything, but well i mean it sounds like a lot of what you're describing sounds like d-day when they stormed the beach in normandy yep um and and very similar in, in the the casualty rate and and the way it all kind of went down in, in a lot of respects and my uh grandfather served in world war one he was over in france and um he lived to be a hundred but he was a uh, um, military man till he died and my father served in korea um so, you know, I come from a military background. I never participated or had any interest in it myself, but uh, it's a big part of my history too. So yeah. well, I get it. Over in France, that was another another one we were involved in um, and we had a bit more success over there. That was another dawn service yesterday. I can't remember the site and if I had the words in front of me, I probably wouldn't <laughs> even pronounce it right. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so as I was saying, this is how Anzac, the Anzac word legend began. It was all from Gallipoli a hundred years ago. And as I said before, like I give Nikki a lot of shit, you know, we put shit on each other. But when it comes to something like this, you know, Australia and New Zealand stand side by side with each other. You know. Yeah, but it's the only day of the year that we're actually nice to each, each other. other. <laughs> and I'm letting it go to the next day because I mean <laughs> So Does that mean I can't do it either? No, it's up to you. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> So that's the one day of the year that the sheep are like completely at peace and calm and no concerns <laughs> on either side. Yep, that's right. So. Huh. Now, is that what the movie then Gallipoli is about with yep. Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson, they actually played that on TV last night. 
So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yep. In that new movie, the water. Water diviner, diviner? with a New Zealander yep. slash Australian. Australian. Yep. <laughs> They actually played Water Diviner on TV here last week. The, um, the new movie? Yeah. That hasn't come out yet? And that will come out here in Australia. I don't know if it came out in New Zealand. I know it's only just been released in America. I don't really pay attention to that. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was played on TV this week on Channel oh, wow. 9. But I found out Channel 9 had a, a bit of investment in the movie as well. So Ah, uh, that'd be why. They could play, yeah. So there's been a lot of uh, Gallipoli stories being played recently. There's a couple of TV uh, telly movies that have been on. Um, I think there's another one they're playing either playing this week or next week on on the ABC. But yeah, because it's the hundredth uh, anniversary, there's been a lot about it. So yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's uh, oh sorry, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to thought. I was hoping. I was going to say I was looking at the Water Diviner. Look it up on uh, Netflix. And uh, it's from 2014, so. Yeah, it was uh, it was made last year, yeah. Yeah, it says it was released in Australia on December 26th. Yep. Last year. Well, um, and what day is that, Joel? What's December the 26th? <laughs> it's a day after Christmas. Yeah, and what day do we call it? Boxing Day. <laughs> but it says it was the same day in New Zealand, and then it... Uh, yep. It went everywhere else and didn't come out here until uh, it's just April 23rd, just a few days ago. Yeah. I heard so. um, Jimmy Martin talking about it from the Geek Show, how he went and actually interviewed Russell Crowe. And he, he was, he was <laughs> thinking, what what could he ask him? Asking him, what, what's it feel like to throw a phone? Or <laughs> He was going to do it like that. I'm like, uh, I wouldn't do it to Russell. Nah, not big Russ. <laughs> Another. He's- Story about Russell Crowe I heard this week. He was on an interview talking about his uh, divorce from um, Danielle, and uh, he blames um, buying South Sydney Rabbitohs. <laughs> he, yeah, that's what he said because it took all his time away. Another thing you can blame South for, fucking South Sydney. <laughs> there's a guy that get, there's a guy that gets on one of my trains. Like I don't always catch the same time train to work. There's a guy who gets on one of my trains who always wears a South Sydney's cap and jacket, and every time I. See him, I think about you, killer. I'll send over a bulldog's jersey for you it and a cap. Makes me laugh. And you put it on and say, you prick, you <laughs> cheat. You pay the refs off so you can beat us. Oh, there's heaps of bulldogs merch here. They're like New Zealand's favourite team. Of course, because we have so many New Zealand players in our team. Yeah, they always have been. Yeah, we always get the good New Zealand players. We're not stupid. No, the bad ones go to the Warriors. That's right. Which That's is our actual so team, lost. in case anyone wants to know. Yes, if Joel does know and the rest, um, the New Zealand Warriors is the one and only uh, New Zealand team that plays in the NRL comp. And uh, they had been good in the past, but they're, they're capable of a lot, but they don't seem to do it when it comes time to do it. But they're always a dark horse. When you think they're going to lose, they'll go beat the team that's leading the comp, or, but then lose to the team that's the bottom of the table. But then change it around to when you get um, Australia versus New Zealand, which is the games coming up this Friday night, the Anzac clash between Australia and New Zealand, rugby league. That's when your team's good because you get all your good players back from all the, the Sydney teams and the Queensland teams that come back home to play against Australia. It's the only time yep. you, you have a good New Zealand team. And I worked out that 
the reason why they don't have that match actually on Anzac Day is because, again, it's the only day we actually like each other, so you can't have the game on that day because that would just ruin that. Yeah. Well, yesterday what they did, they had five NRL games on. They had their tra- oh. traditional one, which is St George Dragons versus the uh, Eastern Suburbs Roosters, uh, two teams I do hate, Roosters more so. But what happened, we had a huge storm come through yesterday afternoon. There was like hail, um, lightning, and it hit the Blue Mountains. It looked like it snowed. Um, a lot of areas around here at the west uh, was covered in hail. It, it looked like snow. It was like um, nearly a foot deep. Uh, a couple of factories lost their roofs, collapsed under the weight of the hail. And then the, the storm like travelled east into the city, and um, they had to postpone the game for half an hour because there's lightning and hail over the the uh, Sydney Football Stadium, Allianz Stadium. So that that game got delayed a little bit. Uh, who went on to win? St George went on to win. So sort of torn about who won that one, but yeah. Screw the Roosters. Not the team I hate. No. Mother Nature's... I was say, Mother Nature's been a bit of a bitch this week then. Oh, tell me about it. We had um, uh, torrential rain all week. Like, I, I got going to work on Monday... I got drenched walking to work. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I got drenched. And um, usually, uh, now my bus timetable's changed. I get to work a little earlier, and I can get a, a lift from a guy that's driving past going to work. So he's been picking me up for a week and a half beforehand. But, of course, the, the three days I needed a lift, um, the bus was late or he was early, and I missed it, and I had to walk bloody, what, K and a half up to my factory, and I was drenched. And then come Thursday when it's not raining, oh, yeah, I get a lift. <laughs> yeah. Of course, and my umbrella's broken because it was windy, like 100k winds. Yeah, so is that fast? I don't know. 100 kilometers an hour. Yeah, about 55 mile. Yeah, so hmm. we thought we we're over all the <laughs> the bad weather. Then yesterday, it was beautiful in the morning for our Anzac Day celebrations. It was sunny when they have the um, Anzac March down George Street in Sydney. It was beautiful and sunny and Come about, what, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, the storms rolled in and it, it just, everything just got dark. It was bloody, it, like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, it was nearly like night time. Hmm. And this, the hailstones, I, I couldn't believe it when I was looking at it on the news. So, closest thing we'll get to snow in Sydney. Mm. And we've had a couple of um, earthquakes here Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's New Zealand, it's Wellington. We get maybe half a dozen a year, but the one we had on Friday was a pretty good shake. Mm, that's weird because... Oh, that's, sorry, you go. The, the big one in Nepal. Yeah, I was just going to say as well, yeah. The world's coming to an end with all these storms and these earthquakes. So it's just the um, Pacific Rim opening up yep. for, the, um, for all the... Oh, God, now my mind's gone blank. The giant monsters come out that we have mm-hmm. to build robots to fight? Yeah, all I could think of was Jaegers, and I was like, no, the Jaegers don't come out of the water. The Jaegers fight the monsters. Right, yes. the, that's like, the big robot. Yeah, okay, what's the, the monsters called then? I was trying to think of it. Uh, it starts with a K. Uh, Kaiju. Kaiju, yeah. Kaiju. Yeah. Kaiju. Yeah, Japanese word. Kaiju. Kaiju. Bless you. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're supposed to be making a second one of that movie, aren't they? 
That's the oh, dirty okay. word that I keep hearing, but mm. it hasn't come to fruition yet. Well, but I'd like it. If they do, the the Australian team, let's hope they get Australian actors for it this time. <laughs> Not American actors trying to do an Australian accent. Jeez. Crikey, mate. Look at, <laughs> it was even worse than that. I can't even do it. See how bad it's it was. pretty bad. Um, well, just to change topics here real quick, because I just thought of this and I don't want to forget it. Um, as you guys know, I work on the phone all day and that's, uh, that's my job. I work for an insurance company and I talked with a gentleman, uh, not giving anything away here about anything other than just something he said during the course of the call. Cause I like to chat things up as I'm doing other things that I'm working on so that, you know, there's a conversation and it just kind of makes the time go by faster. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how he'd been over in Australia visiting and he mentioned that he fell down the stairs. And of course, immediately the first person I think of is you. Did you laugh? And I didn't laugh because he's got pretty seriously hurt. But as he's telling me this story, I'm thinking uh, thinking about you and I'm like, man, what is the deal? And then right before the end of the story, he's like, you know, I have to say in Australia, I think the stairs are just really poorly designed. He's like every three steps, something they, they stop or they change. I forget the word choice he used. And then he said, then it's another three steps and then it there's a landing or whatever. And he's like, it's just, it's not right. And he said, I blame poor Australian engineering on why I fell down the stairs. And I went to, I thought to myself, I wonder if that's what happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the first time where in my apartment, because the stairs went down 10 and then turned to the left and had a weird landing. And that's where the bag I was carrying sort of just fell and dragged me down. As I said, the second time, I can't tell you how I fell down the stairs because I still have no memory of doing it. The, the the long story short and the point of all that is though is that it's not just you, it's apparently something to do with Australian engineering. Okay, well I'll use that as an excuse now. <laughs> An American said so, so it's got to be true. true. <laughs> Maybe, but it, it, that was a true story, and it's it, still it funny. totally floored me. Yeah, uh, I can imagine the look on your face as soon as you hear and they go, "Oh, <laughs> what?" I got all excited. I wrote it down <laughs> on a piece of paper, and I I was like. I can't wait to tell him this, and I've been waiting for it all week. And you were holding on for the show. You weren't going to leak it to me earlier, were you? Nope. Yeah. Uh, that's, that is funny. Uh, it, it was It was too exciting. Um, speaking of holding on to things and not leaking it until the day of the show, I'm, I just sent you something. Mm-hmm. And uh, understand that it's all in fun. But um, it's, it's specifically for the show today. Mm-hmm. And I... I helped out so i i understand admittedly didn't know too much about any of this until about 15 minutes ago so that's all fine i just wanted that's why i got it out of the way at the beginning of the show and then we can go on and have some fun all right so you'll have to play this and uh i apologize in advance all right let me just line this up put in my little player Right, searching for there he is. I see you, got you. All right. So this is a little thing that Joel sent me. Let's see what Joel's done. Here we go. Each year, Aussies and Kiwis alike can find it in themselves to put their differences aside for one day come together and celebrate the holiest of the holy days, Danzig Day. 
Danzig Day truly is a special day, a celebration of the badassery of Glenn Danzig. Danzig was born Glenn Allen Anzalore in Lodi, New Jersey. Little did the world know that the third of four sons born to a Protestant family of Italian, German, and Scottish heritage would one day become a musical legend worshipped around the world. While growing up, the beloved Danzig began reading the works of authors like Charles Baudelaire or Edgar Allan Poe, which developed his appreciation of horror. He continued this passion and started collecting occult books, horror-related articles, B-movie posters, Japanese animation videos, rare Japanese toys, and animal skulls. Danzig began performing music when he took piano lessons as a child and later would teach himself how to play the guitar and eventually the didgeridoo. Danzig's first attempt to break in the musical scene was by forming the Misfits, releasing their records through his own label, Blank. After a few records, several singles and amassing a cult underground following, Danzig disbanded the Misfits due to increasing animosity among band members and his own dissatisfaction with their musical abilities. Also, Danzig doesn't give a fuck. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. And a spake is trying. You go on over to Evil's Tale, and then you go for the full poor poor. In that point, though, you're going to give them all your wife, because if you get on that well, found JPS. Beer. Foster's Australian for beer. Now, back to our show. Danzig's next project was Sam Hain. The origins of Sam Hain began when Danzig started to rehearse with Eerie Vaughn. Eventually, the lineup settled with Yuri Vaughn on bass, Steve Zing on drums, and Damien on guitar. Soon after they started touring, they began to attract the major labels, including Epic and Elektra. On the advice of Rick Rubin, the name of the group was changed to Danzig, in an effort to future-proof the band. Lineup changes could occur without causing major issues in regards to the name of the group. 1988 brought on the eponymous debut of Danzig. The album showed a progression from the gothic death rock of Sam Hain to a slower, more blues-based heavy metal sound. Other albums followed, including Danzig 2, Lucifuge, Danzig 3, How the Gods Kill, Danzig 4, Danzig 5, Black Acid Devil, Danzig 666, Satan's Child, Danzig 777, I, Lucifery, Circle of Snakes, and most recently, Death, Red, Sabbath. Danzig spawned many hits over his career, including Mother, Twist of Cain, How the Gods Kill, and many other wonderful earworms. Danzig is so badass he even wrote the song 13 for Johnny Cash, which appeared on the album American Recordings. So won't you join us all at the Coffin Joe cast by raising a nice frosty mug of Foster's beer and salute to all that is Danzig. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we host a little show called the Bad Parenting Podcast. And you may have heard us once or twice in the Coffin Joe cast. Yes. And or if you listen to us, you may have heard uh, Graham and or Joel on our show. Yes. So, I didn't want to let this whole little thing go completely... Out of uh, hand. Out of hand, yeah, and, and just completely piss off uh, the wonderful listeners we have from both Australia and New Zealand. So I figured we'd at least talk a little bit about Anzac Day. Like the official, like the, the real the, thing? Yeah, yeah, the real thing. I mean, Danzig Day is badass, <laughs> and maybe we should get going at some point, but uh, no, we're actually going to talk about the actual Anzac Day. It's actually Anzac. A-N-Z-A-C. And it's Australian New Zealand Army Corps Day. And it's commemorating, um, uh, as for, according to Wikipedia, and I know that's not always the best source of information, but it's what I could find. Um, it's a National Day of Commemoration for the 60,000 Australians and 18,000 New Zealanders who died during the World War One. 
they get together and they it's like, I guess it would be a lot like our veterans day yeah so as I understand it and it, it, they've and they've expanded it since originally initially it was for World War one and they have since expanded it so that it actually covers um, all Aussies and Kiwis who have given their lives in service since then in all the various altercations throughout the world so bring the glass the glass or yeah, no, no, not a glass. A nice frosty Whatever. can of Fosters. And seriously, Killa, I don't know what your whole fascination with that Fosters shit is. That stuff tastes like ass. You need to like find a better beer. Maybe try some Victoria Bitters or something like that. You know, because that's the good stuff. But anyways, I hope you guys are enjoying your Anzac Day. Yes. And I hope you are having a good time recording your show. Please do. And we love you. Yes, we do. And we appreciate everything you do do for us, and uh, we'd love to you know keep on recording. And I, I don't know. I'm I don't know. You're rambling. Now. I'm rambling at this point. So congratulations. Save me. Uh, we Bye. love you. Bye. Bye. There you go. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Joel. If Justin keeps doing this work for us, I'm going to have to start sending him money as, a, <laughs> as our audio producer. <laughs> uh, all right. Yes, yes, we know the Foster's joke. Raise a glass of Foster's. Uh, honestly, there is a campaign down here by VB. It's called Raise a Glass. And um, uh, what happens is VB will, uh, are donating a million dollars to uh, to funds for ex-war veterans and, and things like that, like uh, Legacy. Uh, Legacy is a... Uh, a, a, a I can't think of it. Uh, a bunch of people that support um, war widows, um, a returning servicemen who are injured, and, and along those lines. So, but yes, uh, Razor Glass, definitely. Check out razorglass.com.au if you want to check that out. And that's brought to you by VB, not Foster's. So. Is the theme song by Pink? What? Is, I said, is the theme song by Pink? Raise your glass. No, and I don't know what song you're talking about because I don't listen to Pink. Jesus. Well, everybody sure. listen to Pink just laughed, so. Yes. Hey, I, know I this, got it, I, know, I got Pink. it too, but I just don't want to admit that I listen to Pink. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, dude. She's more punk hey, than uh, Avril. I saw a gentleman get on the train on Friday wearing some very nice jeans and a business jacket and a pink T-shirt underneath. He looked very smart. It was salmon, though, not pink. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's all. Anyway, that was uh-huh. nicely done. And uh, <laughs> I think Justin explained it better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he he wanted to make sure that uh, he brought some actual facts in because yep. we've been working on that all week. So yeah, so yeah, as as he pointed out, uh, Anzac Day was born out of the, the Gallipoli um, conflict. But yes, we Anzac Day is to celebrate, commemorate um, all that all the soldiers we have lost, and for soldiers still serving out there, like for us now, Afghanistan. Um, we're not serving in Iraq anymore. We are we're over there, but we're training the locals, so we're not actually in battle or anything. But yes, 
It's not only a, a commemoration of past and lost soldiers, it's also a commemoration for those who are still serving around the world. So, so yeah, it does sound a lot like our Veterans Day then. It, it pretty much is. It is. And it, it sounds, well, we, we commemorated on that day because that's the day we landed on uh, the beach of Gallipoli. And that's what was born out of the first Anzac Day was the following year in 2016. Nineteen, sixteen. Oh, thank you. Twenty sixteen. <laughs> shit, you I'm, are in the future. Sorry, <laughs> I'm looking at the, the on the screen of what Joel just sent me. It says Anzac Day 2015. So that's why we. Okay, I fucked up. Well, not not well, like me to fuck up. Every once in a while. Yeah, okay, <laughs> just to switch gears for a second, Nikki, how's the trip coming? Uh thirty. Wait, no, not thirty. Fifteen weeks yesterday. Fifteen weeks. Fifteen weeks. Count. So we can call this the Ansys trip. What? Except that we know Australian involved in. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. But um, yeah, no, it's coming along very well. Um, I'm just waiting now. It's quite annoying actually. <laughs> but you yeah, keep. Because I'm a very big planner and I like to plan everything in advance and think about what we're doing. And so it's right. like trying to plan all the places that we have to make sure we eat at and things that we have to go and see. And yeah. they're not wanting to freak everyone out by saying, all right, this is what we're doing right now. Like when I come over in 15 weeks, this is what we're doing. So I'm just playing it cool and not really pushing that on everybody just yet. I want to be a bit flexible and make sure, you know, fit in with everybody and what their plans are. Well, but we should bend over backwards a bit because you're the one making the trip. We've got uh, – we just have to travel a short distance, and that's pretty much it. So. Well, some, we some people are making quite an effort. Um, Harry Trucker and um, Evan look like they might be coming down to Portland while I'm there, and we can do a recording of um, No Hope for Humanity, which would be quite cool. Live <laughs> and in person. That'd be fun. <laughs> So, I mean, they're making a bit of an effort to come down, which is cool. And then some people um, like uh, Kev and um, Scott hopefully will be coming to Salt Lake City or Chicago because I'm not quite making it as far as them. But, yeah. Wow. That'd be nice. Yes. Well, I've heard a couple of podcasts mention that you're going over there, and every time I hear it, I just go... (laughs) That just shows that there's some love for you, Nikki, that people are willing to... It does. Put gas, time, and energy, and all that. So yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah, Izzy gave me a bit of a shout out on the behind the grind last week. I think it was. So, oh, which reminds me, um, when you guys were talking last week with um, Psycho Jedi about you know documenting podcasts and stuff, uh, no one really mentioned about that. Eric's sort of doing that at the moment. Um, Eric Tomorrow from the Mediocre Show has got a little side podcast called Behind the Grind and. Um, he hasn't interviewed too many other podcasters yet. Um, Izzy, uh, Bobby Roberts, to name a couple that have come off the top of my head. But he's um, going out of his way to actually talk to people about what podcasting is really like um, and why people get into it and why they quit and everything like that. So he's sort of doing his own little version of a documentary of pod- people who podcast. Yeah, well, he stole our idea, our original idea when we started this. That was our question to people when we got him on. Yeah, but... He's a thief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, shush. Yeah, he's only just been doing it for, you know, no, what, 10 years? Oh. 
<laughs> Maybe he's got it over me. Yeah, oh, all right, you can have it, Eric. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we want to get Eric on here one day too. So, But I know he's busy and it's... Uh, the offer's been made. Yep. So. Love to get I Eric know he's and, got and things going on. Yeah. Exactly. So. We don't. He could um, incorporate it as part of his behind the grind thing. You could have a summer cast. Not like we've done that before, any? Is he rock? Mm-hmm. And Justin. Justin. Is he rock? <laughs> I don't know why I said it again. I just did. Um. Well, speaking of trips, I've got my trip uh, to Kansas City and Colorado coming up in June. So I'll be doing some traveling myself. Not that I'll be going nearly as far as you were seeing like podcast people too much, but still, be a good time. You've got Gen Con coming up, haven't you? Yep. Uh, well, my trip is June 6th through 14th, and then Gen Con is July. I, uh, I'll be leaving on the 29th of July and I'll come back on August 2nd. So it's kind of an extended trip, but I know big Steven's going to be there and Henderson man, um, we'll both be in attendance. So I'll be able to hang out with them a little bit, possibly, um, oh man, I just forgot his name. Skinny dude from Chicago. <laughs> okay. Skinny dude. I can't Mark, Mark percentage. I can't think of his, his handle though I don't know but anyway he was there last year and I missed him so hopefully this year I'll be able to hang out but yeah that's coming up looking forward to that uh, the, all the four of the guys from 41 and 14 were sharing a room and um, mm-hmm. doing uh, our uh, instant game show brought to you by 40 going on 14 and uh, our badges and hotel room have all been paid for through Gen Con is, since we're part of the actual show. So that's going to be a nice little uh, perk, so to speak. But if you want to meet any or all of us, we will all four be there together. Non-stop. Irritating each other. I can just imagine how that's going to fall down. Fall down? Go down. Maybe some falling <laughs> down as well. <laughs> Uh, there will be falling down, I'm sure, because there likes there there likes to be there. There usually is some drinking involved by somebody sometime at some point. Not me usually, but the rest of them. So, be a good time. Looking forward to it. Okay. So sorry, killer. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere no time soon. Well, work, home, home, work, the bathroom, home. the mall, the 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 mall. She's using American terms. The shopping center. <laughs> Westfield. The the shopping strip of stores. The shopping center. Westfield's Parramatta. The one that you keep taking selfies of and putting them on Facebook. And, and I was like, that's nice. And teasing um, Donna's. I do it to tease Donna's best friend who lives up in Bundaberg. Because uh, she loves that uh, mall or the shopping center when she's been down here visiting. So she gets the shits when I check in there. So... I purposely do it now and tag her in the photo going, Ella, guess where I am? Just the shit to her. So. Um, well, before we forget, did we have any uh, voicemails, emails? No emails, but any no, voicemails? No voicemails. 
You're the one that gets the voicemail, so you didn't send me anything. I know we've got the question from Justin. That's the only audio I have, well, did have. I got that other audio before, but yes. <laughs> yeah, so. Do you think we should ask the question then? I think it's just, time. Just, we'll just ask the question. What episode was it from? Hey guys, Justin from Portland here. I'm back with um, what's going to be the last installment of um, which episode was it? To keep with the randomness of the show, this wasn't something I wanted to do like continuously with you guys. I um, I just wanted to toss it in here and there until I got caught up, which I am actually caught up with you guys now. So I think it's time you start podcasting faster. It's like what two <laughs> to three times a week should be good, right? I think that's okay. Um, and I'll try to do the same. <laughs> right? Okay. Anyways, uh, so yes, I will. F- um, I'll see if I can figure out something else to do to you know keep interacting with you guys if you want me to. But this will be the final installment of which episode was it? So we all can have a moment of silence for you know the end of this era. Okay. All right. Here we go. So the phrase for this week is. I did an Australian last night. <laughs> Wait, what? I did an Australian <laughs> last night. Does that mean he fell down the stairs? I don't know. I am lost. And I hope I've got the uh, right file because he sent two for this question. So let's hope there's an answer at the end of this. I have no idea. Jesus. Take a guess. So we're on what episode sixty-one? Yeah. So something before that. Nikki, you're first. Forty-two. Fifty-two. <laughs> uh, well, I see a trend here. So thirty-two. All right. As I said, let's hope I've got the right file here because he sent two. He sent one. He goes, "Hang on, that was the wrong one." So. There's only 24 seconds left in this. Let's see if there's an answer. All right. That should have been a long enough pause for you guys. So the uh, phrase I did an Australian last night was from episode 37. All right. So if you guys want to you know, pour out a little bit of fosters for our dead uh, installment here, or our, our dead segment, I should say, then go ahead and do that. Because uh, we all know how much Killa loves fosters. All right, guys. Love you. Bye. Okay. Bye, Justin. Thank Even you, though you can't hear me. He will. Later this week. Well, on the download, yeah. On the DL, mate. Oh, 37. Okay, Dougie. Once Straight again, down the middle. He didn't even say who's... I brought this up with him last week when I was on um, the Bad Pairing podcast. I said, we played the, you know, your, your question, and I said to him, you didn't explain who said it. You gave us the episode number, but didn't say in what reference and who said it because oh, I forgot to do it so he re- would have recorded that one at the same time as last week's one so well we'll have to work that out for ourselves I guess but yeah I doubt it was me saying I did an Australian like well, it might have been I might have been talking about Dawn Donna who knows well, who was on episode 37 <laughs> come on Nikki you listen to the show I don't I just record it <laughs> episode yeah Come on. Let's see. Shall I'm going to say Scott. Nah. We haven't had Scott. I'm bringing it up right now. Yeah. I have to get to my Ooh. phone. Let y'all do it. So, uh, hmm. Hmm? 
Nobody? Hold on. I'll have it in just a second. I looked at the show art, and I'm like, I recognize the show art, but I don't recognize the... Let's see. Seems... Where is it? Seems about right. Oh, it was Pat from 40 Going on 14. Oh, it was Pat. Okay. Wait. That says episode 16. That can't be right. Hold yeah, on. I was going to say, Pat hasn't been on for a while. <laughs> I asked him to come back on. Yeah, I know but you... He's been busy with Cheesy Rider. So. Oh, bloody excuses. I'm looking forward to Cheesy Rider. <laughs> I like cheese. I've had it, and I can vouch for its deliciousness in my face hole, especially the one that has Granny Smith apples, Granny Smith apples involved. Uh, Luke was on that week. That's Luke why the show art Chicago. had me falling off the bike. Okay, dokey. All right. So either I said it, you said it, Joel, or Luke said it. One of those three. <laughs> Jeez. Are they the only options? Yes. <laughs> Unless it was on a voicemail or an email, but I kind of doubt it. So anyway, nice. Now, if somebody wanted to leave a voicemail or an email. Oh, how would they do that, Joel? Oh, hang on. I can tell them. It's very easy. You want to call a voicemail in. You call this number, 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. Or email. It's coffinjocast at gmail.com. And for those people out there who, uh, which I got a message from uh, something fruity this week, if there's another way <gasps> to send... Well, it was just a Facebook message asking how he could uh, send in a voicemail without having to ring the number, which I understand, because he's probably got to call internationally. Or I said to him, if you have the possibility to record on your phone, because a lot of these smartphones have a voice recorder app, uh, you can record on your computer, use the mic on the computer, record it, and send it in as an MP3 or a WAV file. We'll accept those. You just send that to the email. So if you don't like the call outside your country's area and send us a voicemail. I basically suggest using your phone. I'm sure most people have a smartphone that has a voice recording app. I know on the iPhone you've got the voice memo app and that will convert that to an MP3 and you just email that to us. So there's a way around not having to call that voicemail line number. So you can do it that way. Or if you I like love that dude. Sorry. Something fruity. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping he'd, he messaged me like Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm like, yeah, this is how you do it. Just do it. And he goes, oh, yeah. So I've been waiting to get one. But no. So he must have got busy. He's um, a young lad. He's got uh, lots of things going on. Yeah, and he's in the Netherlands probably smoking weed. <laughs> uh, that's probably right. I shouldn't laugh. It's true. No, because he he's stoned. <laughs> Sorry. Bad joke. So, anything interesting happened this week to you, Killer? Uh, other than getting drenched in the rain. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> had to call an ambulance to work this week. What did you do? I didn't do anything. My mate, Ezekiel, Zeke, he's, uh, he's a spray painter. He's in his spray booth. I get um I get a message, like a text message from him to turn off the booth because the switch for the booth is outside. And I'm going, it's a bit early for this. I'm like, anyway, he must have, you know, something's going on. You know, he needs to go out of the booth or whatever. So I'm sitting right. there, next thing the, the, the um, phone rings for the factory, and 
if the manager's not there, the phone's switched down to ring downstairs, so, and I answer it because I'm the only other one that can speak English probably in that joint. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Other than the guy who chopped his thumb off, but yeah, I'm because I'm foreman's right hand man. You know, it's part of my job. Right. You know, phone rings, I answer it, and usually it's John calling, which it was, and he goes, "Zeke's injured himself in the booth. Can you go in there and find out what's going on and call me back?" So I start freaking. I bolt, like run from the uh, where the phone is in the the uh, lunchroom and run round, open the booth door, and I'm like, "What am I going to find him lying on the ground?" Or... <laughs> No, he was sitting in his chair. He, he pulled a muscle in his back to the point where he's in complete extreme pain, where the pain was shooting down his leg and he couldn't move. He goes, I can't stand up. I can't do anything. Because it was playing up this morning and it went away and it come back and it went away. So he's come to work and he's spraying. He must have been crouching down and, and completely pulled a, a, a muscle in his back, right, lower right back. And he's, he goes, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, dude, you tell me what you want to and I'll, I'll take care of it. And he goes, I don't know if I want to call an ambulance. I'm like, if you want an ambulance, you just tell me you want an ambulance. If you don't, you know. So it gets to the point, because yeah, I think I need the ambulance. So I had to call the ambulance in. They come and get him. Um, they um, put a cannula in and start giving him morphine. He was in that much pain. So Jeez. Yeah. It's only simple, like, little back muscle that... And, the the ambos the paramedics they they could feel like a lump in his back so he's pulled it that bad it's it's bulging out of his back so that was my little freak out for Thursday so yeah I took care of it went into you know yeah foreman mode whatever you want to call it you know took care of him got the ambulance in there made sure he got in the ambo you know did the right thing called his missus to let let her know what was going on and uh, so yeah I did that oh yeah I'm that following night, I went and watched the Avengers too. Avengers Wait, as the, well. Avengers two as well. But that's right, it's out there already, isn't it? Yep. Thursday night, I went well, on the first night. Please don't ask me what happened to it because I can't remember. Because I, I can won't. tell you everything. I saw it first. Like literally, the first person who could have seen it in the whole entire world. Well, there was like a couple of hundred of us, but I didn't seem well, to enjoy it. I watched it in 3D, and I think the 3D messed with my head a bit, like put me off, made me feel a bit ill. And um, and it was a long day. I was I was tired. It was late on Thursday night, so I didn't think I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I would normally. I was just not in the mood to watch it, but I have to wait for it to uh, be somewhere else where I can obtain it. So. Watch it at home in my own peace and quiet without idiots around me annoying me. But I'll in give... your underwear, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I found the same thing happened with Iron Man three. I went and saw that in the movies, and I come away from it not thinking it was good, and not remembering most of the movie. And I was like, I think I got more pissed off about the people around me not and not concentrated on the movie. But so when I saw that at home, I'm going, yeah, this is a good movie. So. My opinion what about you, Nikki? Uh, oh, sorry. About to say, my opinion on Avengers 2 will have to wait till I can actually watch it at home. <laughs> um, well, we're lucky enough that we're in our cinemas, we've actually got a couple of smaller cinemas that are like deluxe ones, maybe hold 30, 40 people at the most, and the seats are much nicer. They're reclined, they're um, a lot wider, and there's actual like arm room and everything. So it's always much more enjoyable experience to go to the fancy cinema, which is where I saw it. So absolutely zero complaints from me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I actually thought it was a bit better than the first one. 
but that's probably because I keep falling asleep during a particular part in the first one, and I didn't fall asleep during this one, so I'm marking it up as a bit better. <laughs> what what part do you fall asleep in the first one? Um, when they uh, capture Loki, and you know he's on the helicarrier, and yep. I don't know. There's just a lot of talking, and for some reason, I just more often than not, I fall asleep during that part. Well, and then when Thor shows up, and the lightning's going, and um, no, I usually wake back up when um, the Hulk starts just tearing the helicarrier apart, and. Oh. You know, and Hawkeye turns up and oh. starts shooting at everything. When all hell breaks loose and the action starts again, then I usually wake up. Yeah. Uh, funny. Avengers is playing on TV tonight. They're playing the first one. But I'm not going to watch it on TV because I put bloody commercials in it. So if I want to watch Avengers right. again, I'll just find the copy that I obtained. And, uh, but I've watched that first one over and over again, so... Yeah, me too. I've got them all on DVD. They're, they're actually all in um, chronological order on my shelf, all of the Marvel movies. Yeah, it's because you're a bloody geek. You and Joel, <laughs> you just have these shelves and they've got to be in order and everything's got to be like... <laughs> me, hey. it's just files on a computer. Which I'm sure have some order. <laughs> no. Alphabetical? Alphabetical, by dates. Yeah. No, maybe. <laughs> Depends what I click at the beginning. File type. Yeah. <laughs> Size. Uh, my computer is a mess. I really have to get in there and clean it up. I've got bloody this show files everywhere. <laughs> it's like there's jizz everywhere. I've got to freaking put them all in one file and organize it. Well, yeah. it doesn't come out here for another week, and I, I, you know, to be brutally honest, I I enjoyed the first one, but I I don't have the mad passionate love that a lot of people do for it. Um, I think a big part of it was the backside of Captain America's outfit bothered the hell out of me, but. <laughs> I uh, that's no joke. It really bugs me every time he turns around. I'm like, what did the, wh- what happened? Where'd the rest of his suit go? It's terrible. But um, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do with uh, Scarlet Witch and and Quicksilver. I not real keen on the way they translated vi- uh, Vision. Um, but you know, once I see it in action, I, I may have a, a different take on it. And I'm just kind of curious for the overall. Everything plus, I heard that uh, in the beginning. I don't know what trailers they showed over there, and I don't. I, I don't necessarily want to know, but I did hear that Daredevil uh, has a trailer before the show for the, no. the Netflix series, which you know most of us have already all seen it. But that'd no. still be kind of cool to see it on the big screen. They played the Ant Man trailer for us. Yep. And in the three D. Ant Man, Jurassic. Jurassic World, whatever it is. Dark World, Star Lord. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what else. Star Wars no, fights dinosaurs. You know what I'd like to see? This here, here's an idea right now, million dollar idea. Time check and date stamp copyrighted Joel nineteen or well, two thousand fifteen. <laughs> I want to see a movie called Jurassic Parkour. Let's make that happen. Jurassic Parkour, like hardcore parkour. Yeah. Parkour, awesome. Jurassic Parkour. There you go. Um, Who no, does that? Be... Dinosaurs or the people? <laughs> yes, <Both>. yes. <laughs> That's the point. They both do. Ooh. Uh, okay. Can you imagine how phenomenal that would be? Um, but I, I'm excited to see Ant Man on the big screen. I, they, the the last trailer that came out with a Thomas the Tank Engine in it. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> in love with it. And I'm looking forward to the day in probably an Infinity Wars 
when or Infinity War, excuse me, the first and second where they split it up, where at some point in the movie, I want to see Iron Man, Ant-Man, Star-Lord uh, in a room together and having them have a conversation with all their snarkiness and smarminess and then have Rocket come in and just have, see what happens. Just light fuse, get away. I think mean, it'd be brilliant. Just saying. It would be. Um, do you watch Shield by any chance, Joel? I do. I've only I have only seen the first episode of this season or part of the season. I haven't watched the other like six episodes that have aired so far. I'm I'm way behind, but I do watch it. Yes, and I watched oh, yeah. all of Agent Carter. Oh yeah, Agent Carter was way better. No, it's just interesting having seen Ultron already, and then watching what's happening on Shield this past week and the next week before the movie actually releases in America. It's interesting watching some little things that they've built into the show. That obviously is supposed to be a payoff when you watch a movie, but I've already watched the movie, so it, it's a it's a bit late for them to be starting those little threads. But I like how they link it all together. So you're saying I need to catch up before I go see the movie? I don't think it matters, but if you do happen to watch the show, they plant little seeds that would get you excited to go watch the movie. It doesn't well, matter excited. if you've seen it or not. Okay. Yeah. But that's the best thing. Well, best thing about Marvel. How the, the best thing about what Marvel's doing is how they're just interacting, like the TV shows into the movies. You know, just so many little, little. Things just little treats, as I call them. So you go, oh shit! I saw that on TV. You know, it just links together beautifully. How it the, does. So. Well, and I've heard that Daredevil should be in Infinity Wars, but nothing before that. So I'm uh, looking forward to see how that translates onto the big screen. And Spider-Man. when the time comes, supposedly Spider-Man. Well, yes, and yeah, because of their Civil little War deal. for Spider-Man. Yeah, their little deal now. Anyway, the next big movie that's going to come out that I think we all... Well, I don't know about Nikki, but um, Mad Max comes out in two or three weeks. I saw the trailer, and I'm I'm half interested. I mean, I was never a huge fan of the original series, but I'm, I'm halfway interested. I like Tom Hardy. Yeah. A lot more after I saw B- Bronson. So, yeah, that's the, the latest trailer looks pretty good, so... It just looks absolutely batshit crazy, and I just want to watch it to go, what the fuck are they doing? The hell? What? No. What? No. Just like, I'm sure I won't stop just staring like, what the hell did they just do? Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that's my reaction when I've watched the trailer. It's like, what the fuck just happened? I don't know. What? Huh? Like, yeah. Just insanity. Yeah. There you go. That's my review of the trailer. <laughs> I give it two oys <laughs> up. Um, so, killer. Yes. Yes. I think it's about that time. Is it now? What, for me to blow my nose if you could hear it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> yes, it's that time. That's a new segment, Justin. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for Random. All right. So based on Nikki's comment about falling asleep during um, the Avengers, I picked two questions based on that out of the, the list that Maybelline has provided. So the first question this week is, did you ever have an electric blanket? Yes. Yes, sort of. 
What do you mean sort of? And not as a child, not growing up, no. But um, yes, now being with Donna, she has an electric blanket that she puts on the bed. So I don't like them. But yeah, I don't even turn my, need to turn my side on. She turns hers up to bloody max and just the heat coming off her and the electric blanket's enough for me. So. No wonder you're so skinny. You're sweating everything off every night. I sweat every night. Middle of winter, I still sweat. Wake up icky and stinky. Mm-hmm. What about you, Nikki? Um, I used to have them when I was young, but then I don't know if anything actually happened or I just had a bit of a paranoia attack and was convinced that if I turned my electric blanket on, I'd forget to turn it off. And then I'd, like the bed would burn or something in the middle of the night. So now I just have an irish- irrational hatred of electric blankets and I refuse to use them. Is that what that Midnight Oil song's about? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> it's not at all. But it could be. I mean, it very well could be. No, it's not. I mean, you know, your electrical stuff over there is weird from compared to here. So, you know, who knows? It's possible. Um you know, I'm kind of the same way, maybe not to that extreme, but I, I had one as a kid. I remember specifically, it was a blue blanket, and I remember the cord attached to it. And, you know, as a kid, when you're you're wanting to warm up, it was kind of a novelty, kind of a fun thing to have, like seat warmers in a car where it makes your butt hot. Uh, no, well, nothing that makes my butt hot because I don't have a butt, but um, uh, you'll find out, Nikki. But but just having it to to warm you up. But somewhere along the way, when I started to get older, I started to freak out that what if, yeah, there was a short or there was a, a tear in the line somewhere, dog chewed it, whatever. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're, you know, getting burned alive and you don't even realize it because you were asleep. So I, I won't ever use one currently. Currently, current, electrical current. Aha. See what you did there. How can we dance when our beds are burning, Killa? Yep. How can we dance? I don't know. Just dance like the baldy boat, bloke. We, we can stop, drop, and roll. That's kind of like a dance. It's like break dancing. Um, anyway, next question and final question. If you had to fall asleep to one sound for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Rain. I love the sound of rain on the roof. I used to hate when it was raining in the morning and I had to get up and all the tears the rain on the roof and it just wanted me it just made me want to go back to sleep. It just to me that just sounds so like uh, therapeutic. I'm not talking about torrential rain when it sounds like the roof's going to fall in just that nice steady rain on the roof. I guess that's because where my parents' house is they have um an iron roof, a colon roof. So you'd hear it like but where I live now, it's like tiled roofs, and you don't really hear the rain on the roof. But back in my parents' place, it, you just hear this little you know, gentle sound of shh on the roof. So. Yeah, that was I quite like the rain. Yeah. Sorry. No. That's all right. No, I was just going to say I quite like the rain as well, listening to the rain while I fall asleep. I was going to say um, snoring, but I don't think I could live with that forever. <laughs> no, that's the opposite for me, snoring. Jeez. No, it doesn't bother me that much. It's the rhythm of it. It's actually, yeah, just like the rhythm of the rain, the rhythm of the snoring is not too bad, but I don't know if I could do that forever and ever. But I absolutely hate wind, so I cannot sleep when it's windy. 
I don't like the wind at all. What sort of wind? The wind outside or the wind underneath the blankets? It's <laughs> wind. <laughs> Do you have the electric blanket on? No, I just a Dutch oven. You know. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm gonna have to agree with both of you because that was my was my pick too. Would be the rain. I uh, whether it's a thunderstorm or just a, a light kind of constant pitter patter on the roof. It um. It's 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 all good either way. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely a big fan, and that that would be my pick, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Rain's the winner today. Well, it wasn't this week. It pissed me off, but for sleeping. Yeah, I wasn't too happy with it this week either. Yeah, but not for sleeping reasons. If it rained every night and then was fine during the day, that would actually be kind of perfect. Because then we'd never have any droughts or rain shortages or anything like that. But then it would always be fine during the day. And you can enjoy the sun. Sunshine and the rain. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I don't think anyone would, actually. Unfortunately, it's not the way the world works. No. Mm. That's it. Ta-da! All right. So... So that. Wow. Sorry. That's why, sorry. That's why I went kind of. Whoops. That just slipped out. That's what she said. All right. So. <laughs> uh, pretty sure that's what Does he Nikki said. have anything to plug? That's what she said. <laughs> um. No, not really. Hello. No. Just listen to these fine podcasts that everybody else talks about. That's my plug. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, Joel, I know you do other podcasts. Oh, uh, well, yes, yes, I, I do. Um, the first show that I do is called The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. That's KPANTS. I did not record last week uh, due to things that were going on. Plus, I had to do some retooling and I had a new intro to work on. So everything is done and ready to go. So I will hoping to be able to record tomorrow. Um, well, I, actually, last week was. It was my son's birthday, so it was a lot going on. But um, that is going to be – I don't think it's going to be too much different overall, even though Music Alley has met its demise. But um, I still haven't totally figured everything out yet. So you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, and other podcasting places, as well as on Facebook. I do another show called 40 Going on 14 that we mentioned earlier with uh, Mike, Pat, and Josh. It's a nostalgia cast where we talk about things then and now. Uh, this last week – we did a show on our first anime show. We talked about the uh, 90s anime called Berserk and then the current uh, series called Attack on Titan. And uh, we all used to watch it together in college, but some of us have stuck with it. Some haven't. So it's a good time, though. It's a good show. And um, you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, The Musings of a Geek Network. Uh, you can also find us streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio. And at fortigo14.com, our home away from home. You can also find us all together at uh, Gen Con this year, uh, cruising around doing instant game show. Um, I also do a show. Someday it'll happen again. Obviously, Oblivious is still around, although I haven't heard from Mike recently about it. But um, keep your ears open. Uh, the Mike Nero and South Philly Paul will be back at some point doing something someday. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Talks, you all the other places, as well as at... Uh, 
obviously oblivious.com. And last but not least, I do a uh, regular segment um, uh, movie review for the CreeperCast, just in a writing format. You can read that on their blog at the creepercast.com. Uh, they posted one of my short stories week before last, and this week was my best friend Matt. One of his short stories was posted the first part of it. So go check that out and then listen to the podcast with Jason and Jeff. And it's a good show all about horror if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Excellent. As I always mentioned, make sure you check out the Bad Parenting Podcast with Justin and Jody, great friends of us at this show. Um, also check out Izzy Rock, Tales from the Hard Side, and uh, other podcasts he does. Can't think of Gem City Podcast he's involved in. And On the Block. And On the Block, that's the other but one. He's got epic. Thank you, Nikki. He's a busy yeah. lad too. Yes. He is. Another one of these and- podcasters that just jump right in and I'm going to do it and I love it and... And to answer bloody Justin's question before, we're not doing any more than one show a week, mate. Sorry. <laughs> this is. <laughs> but right. speaking of which, um, I, I need to tell you who's on next week's show. Oh, did you find someone? I did. Are let, you excited? Let me guess who it is. Maybe it's uh, someone. You're, you'd be wrong. No. Well, I know he put his hand up for it. Nope. I told him no because I already had somebody <laughs> who, who agreed to do it. Uh, next week, we will be joined by Nero, a.k.a. Matt, from uh, Obviously Oblivious and the Awful Show. So. Oh, my God. I was going to say, when are we going to get him back on? Excellent. Nero. <laughs> Excellent. That'll be so great. So what we got going out this week for music? Well, this is, um, I was trying to think of a song, find a song to do with Anzac Day and whatnot. This song's called I Was Only 19 by a band called Red Gum. It's, um, well, if you're Australian, I don't even know if Nicky would know it. Um, it's about the Vietnam War, but I wanted to play something war-related, war and that's a bad way to say it, but yeah. I was going to play K-Sand by Cold Chisel, but I think I've played it already, but yeah, this one. <laughs> a few times. Yes, this is Red Gum. It's, I was only 19, considering most of these uh, soldiers that went off to war were 18, 19-year-old. Um, something I didn't mention about the um, Anzac, a lot of people were 16. They lied about their age to go fight back in the day. Yeah, it's a bit of a somber song, but uh, that's what I've chosen, so that's what we're going to listen to, so that is it, here comes the song, uh, I'll say goodbye and I, I'll, I'll repeat what I say before, lest we forget. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, guys, bye. 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 Lest we forget. Mum and Dad and Denny saw the passing out parade at Puckerpunyal with a long march from cadets. The 6th Battalion was the next to tour and it was me who drew the card. We did Canungra and Shoalwater before we left. And Townsville lined the footpaths as we marched down to the quay. This clipping from the paper shows us young and strong and clean And there's me in my slouch hat with me SLR and greens God help me I was only 19 From Buntow riding Chinooks 
to the dust at Newey Dad. I'd been in and out of choppers now for months. We made our tents a home VB and pinups on the lockers and an Asian orange sunset through the scrub. And can you tell me, doctor, why I still can't get to sleep? The night time's just a jungle dark and a barking M16. And what's this rash that comes and goes? Can you tell me what it means? God help me. I was only 19. A four-week operation when each step could mean your last one on two legs. It was a war within yourself. But you wouldn't let your mates down till they had you dusted off. So you closed your eyes and thought about something else. And then someone yelled out, contact! And the bloke behind me swore. We hooked in there for hours. Then it got almighty roar. Frankie kicked a mine the day that mankind kicked the moon. God help me. He was going home in June. in the Grand Hotel on a 36-hour wreck leaving Bung Town. And I can still hear Frankie lying screaming in the jungle till the morphine came and killed the bloody row. And the Anzac legends didn't mention mud and blood and tears and the stories that my father told me never seemed quite real. I caught some pieces in my back that I didn't even feel. God help me. I was only 19. And can you tell me, doctor, why I still can't get to sleep? And why the Channel 7 chopper chills me to my feet? And what's this rash that comes and goes? Can you tell me what it means? God help me, I was only 19. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.